Red alert, red alert. All hands to the battle station. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host, Tucker, and today I'll be building another ship by request. This one comes to me via Chris Wigglesworth Anderson, who asked me via Facebook Messenger to do an episode covering Scout 608. And with Nationals, Worlds, and the host of Unofficial Regionals inspired by Robert Fletcher's Southwest offering right around the corner, it's an opportune time to cover such a powerful ship. Scout 608 is a unique Borg Scout Cube class. It's got three attack, three defense, two hull, and four shields for a total of 24 points. Its action bar is evade, target lock, scan, and regenerate, and it shows a Borg tech weapon and crew upgrade bar. For maneuvers, it's got green one and two forwards and one spins, white three forward, two spins, three spins, one reverse and two reverse, and red four forward, four spins, and three reverse. It's got a 360 degree arc, like the rest of its Borg brethren, and its unique ability reads, after you move, you may discard one of your upgrades to perform an additional white or green maneuver. You cannot deploy a Borg upgrade with a cost greater than five to this ship. As usual, if we're using a unique ship, it's for the ship ability, and boy does the 608 deliver on that front. As originally printed, this ship was one of the most maneuverable in the game, bar none, and it simply wasn't in arc unless it's in pilot wanted it to be. Even after the nerf to Borg movement, it stands as an exceptionally strong ship simply because a one spin and then a three forward via its ability is almost as good as the old three spin used to be. It also does have a native 360 degree arc, which, while limited in its applications for its primary weapon, thanks to the Borg nerf, is excellent for compatible secondaries. Finally, while I'm not a fan of relying on green dice, a native three defense dice will result in at least one evade on average, and I can definitely get behind what statistically amounts to a free evade token every turn. But with great power come great disadvantages, especially in the post-Borg nerf era. The ability is fantastic, but comes with a built-in limitation on its use, i.e. how many upgrades you have. And without that ability, there are only two directions the 608 can travel in a given turn, making its movement very predictable. Also due to the errata, the primary weapon on the 608 is only range 1 to 2, making a secondary weapon a practical requirement. Finally, the three evade dice are nice, but the ship only has six total durability, meaning it's quite susceptible to an overwhelming alpha strike. Scout 608 is WizKid's name for the unnamed scout ship that carried third of five, later known as Hugh, in the Next Generation episode, I, Borg. Unfortunately, we never got to see it in action. The ship itself only appears in its crashed form. Its tournament history is far more notable. Scout 608's ability has seen it used in a variety of high finishes using similar tactics to what we're going to do here today. Before I begin, though, I want to provide a quick disclaimer. Usually on Battle Station, I try to build ships with an eye to the average player. Today, I'm going to be working on a tournament build, though, and because of that, I'm going to use a captain that I wouldn't normally use because of his high expense and relative rarity. With that said, however, one of the three most important cards to any Scout 608 build 
has to be the Gen Con promo version of Khan Singh. Khan, here in his original series incarnation, is a four-point independent captain that reads as follows. You do not pay a faction penalty while assigning Khan or any elite talent upgrade to your ship. If any captain in play has a higher skill number than Khan's, Khan's skill number equals that captain's skill number. In other words, while he has a printed skill of six, Khan's text effectively means that he is always at least tied for the highest captain skill in the game. That's especially important on count 608 because, based on that and the Borg's low place in the initiative rankings, a Khan Scout 608 will almost always move and have the chance to use its ability to move again after every other ship has already gone. This gives you an unprecedented ability to choose where you want your 608 to be in relation to everyone else, which gives you extra durability through sheer virtue of simply not being in arc. Still, that necessitates a lot of upgrades, and there will be times when 608 will unfortunately need to be in the enemy's sights. There is, however, an upgrade that helps us with both of those problems quite nicely, and is the second card that every Scout 608 build should include. Ibix Dynasty is a 5-point Zindi unique talent that reads, Add two weapon upgrade slots to your upgrade bar. If this card is discarded, your ship loses those upgrade slots. Just a quick interruption here. Uh, the text on this about losing the slots is effectively meaningless. Worf has ruled repeatedly that ship upgrade slots don't really matter uh, after the game begins. Anyway, going back to the text, the rest of it reads, When defending, before any dice are rolled, you may discard this card and one of your weapon upgrades to cancel the attack. Not only does this get us out of one attack totally scot-free, but it provides us with two more upgrade slots that we can pitch to the 608's ability. Though when playing, do remember to save a weapon to use for Ibix Dynasty itself. Obviously, with all these weapon slots, we're now up to three counting the native slot, most of our discardable upgrades are going to come from weapons. That leads us to the third card every Scout 608 should run, Sakona. Sakona is a two-point independent crew who reads, add one additional upgrade slot to your upgrade bar. All of your weapon upgrades with a cost of five or less cost minus two SP. Well, that's good on any ship. On 608, Sakona not only gives us yet another slot to discard out of, but is also an upgrade to discard herself. And she gives us a huge discount on all the weapon upgrades we're going to be buying to boot. The first of those upgrades is going to be a weapon we don't intend to discard, however. The Borg weapon, Magnetometric Guided Charges. Magnetometric Guided Charges is a 5-point weapon that reads 3 attack at range 1 to 3, attack. Disable this card to perform this attack. You may convert one of your battle station's results into a critical hit result. Target ship does not roll defense dice against this attack. This upgrade may only be purchased for a Borg ship. This is a nasty effect that absolutely wrecks cloakers and can give anyone else a very bad day as well. Three dice may not seem like much, though we'll have some ways to improve that later on, but three dice that each have a 3 in 8 chance of being a critical hit, counting the battle station's results that MGCs can convert natively, is almost a guaranteed crit every time the dice are rolled. To protect the MGCs as well as Ibix Dynasty, both of which are a big part of our game plan with the 608, we're going to add a two-point Borg upgrade called Dispersion Field. 
Dispersion Field says, while this card is deployed to your ship, none of your other upgrades can be affected by your opponents. In addition, you may roll your full defense dice in spite of the presence of an opposing ship's scan token. The scan interaction is nice, but the primary ability is the first one. That's the one we're going to be leaning on. It's been errata to discard after being used once, but once is usually enough to protect the 608 from a ganker sent its way. We won't be using the 608's tech slot today, which means that all we have left to fill are the three weapon upgrade slots added by Ibex Dynasty and Sakona. I'm going to fill both of Ibex Dynasties with two copies of Aft Phaser Emitter, a card that's not even worth reading because it literally cannot even activate on this ship. 608 does not have a rear arc and it requires a rear arc. The only reason it's here is because, with Sakona's discount, it's entirely free meaning that these are purely fodder for Ibex Dynasty or the 608's native ability. That might seem like a waste with only one weapon slot, but fortunately for us, no upgrade type in the game is easier to chain through one slot than weapon upgrades. Into Ciclona's weapon slot goes Tactical Station, a four-point Federation upgrade, which reads, add one weapon upgrade slot to your upgrade bar. When attacking, you may disable this card to gain plus one attack die until the end phase, or when attacking, you may discard this card to gain plus two attack dice until the end phase. This gives us some Nova potential with our mag charges, meaning that they can roll four or even five dice with no possibility of defense. And since they're a secondary weapon, they can take full advantage of the 608's 360 degree arc. It also gives us another weapon slot though. The chain continues. The next link in it will be main batteries, a three point Romulan weapon which reads, three attack in range one to three, add one weapon upgrade icon to your upgrade bar, attack. Place two time tokens on this card to perform this attack. Treat this attack as if it were an attack made with a primary weapon. No ship may be equipped with more than one main batteries upgrade. Worf has ruled that while this is, quote, an attack as if it were an attack made with a primary weapon, end quote. It's actually an attack with a secondary weapon, meaning it can also reach out to range 3 in the 608's 360 degree arc. Of course, main batteries can only be used every other turn, but it too adds a weapon slot and into that one will drop Arsenal. Arsenal is a four point Federation upgrade which reads, Add two weapon upgrades to your upgrade bar. When placing time tokens on one of your other weapon upgrades, you may place one of those tokens on this card. No ship may be equipped with more than one arsenal upgrade. Not only do we get two slots out of this, but we'll be able to fire off main batteries every single turn if we like, restoring 608 to its originally intended range one to three, 360 degree primary. Obviously this competes for space with magnetometric guided charges though, and in general, you should be firing the mag charges. Main batteries is mostly good if, for example, you have mag charges disabled, but have an auxiliary power token, or if the opponent is running unimatrix shielding. You shouldn't be afraid to discard both it and arsenal to the 608's ability if necessary. We're finally starting to run short on points, even with Sakona's discount. So for arsenal's final two slots, I've inserted type eight phaser array and charging weapons. Type 8 Phaser Array merely increases our actual primary weapon value by 1, meaning that the 608 rolls 4 dice and 360 degrees at range 1 to 2. That's as strong as Voyager. 
While any one-point weapon would work for the last slot, I've chosen Charging Weapons, a Romulan weapon that reads, when attacking with your primary weapon, you may disable this card to reroll one of your blank results. I've chosen it simply because the 608 might actually have cause to use it for its text at some point, especially because it's only a disable, and it can't use any other one-point weapon upgrade. All the rest require a rear arc. It'll usually be fodder for 608's ability, but hey, you never know when a one-die reroll might come in handy. The final build looks like this. Scout 608 for 24 points. Khan Singh, the Gen Con promo version, for 4 points. Ibix Dynasty for 5 points, with Khan's ignoring the faction penalty. Aft Phaser Emitter for no points, with Sakona's discount. Aft Phaser Emitter for no points, with Sakona's discount. Dispersion Field for 2 points. Magnetometric Guided Charges for 3 points, with Sakona's discount. Sakona for 3 points, with faction penalty. Main Batteries for 2 points, with Sakona's discount. Tactical Station for 3 points, with Sakona's discount. Arsenal for 3 points, with Sakona's discount. Type 8 Phaser Ray for 1 point with Sakona's discount, and Charging Weapons for no points with Sakona's discount for a total of 50 points. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please feel free to drop a good review on iTunes. Also, please feel free to send me a message over Battle Station's Facebook page. I'd love to hear from you all, uh, show suggestions, any questions or comments you might have. I'll see you next time. I hope to hear from you soon. But for now... Stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station.